Welcome to Yes You, a podcast for women to imagine, explore, and step right on into a new paradigm of life and leadership. I'm Annie Carter, a conscious business owner, yoga practitioner, and a big believer that this world needs all women to show up just as we are. This world needs you. Yes, you. Are you in? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back. Just like that, it's episode three. So good. Today we are going to be looking at the ovulation phase or what I like to call the time to shine. So if you have not listened to the previous episodes, I would encourage you to do that first, unless you particularly just want to start off right here and that would be fine too. Before we do get into it, I want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where I live and work, the Wurundjeri people, and pay my respect to their elders past, present and emerging. And as you'll know, if you've listened to previous episodes, each episode I I am sharing something that I have learned about our First Nations people to share with you as a way of paying respect myself and also hopefully as a way of inspiring you to find out something more about Aboriginal people and culture that you can pay your respect and celebrate too. Today, I'm sharing with you something that I have learned from a young woman called Kaya Nicholson Ward, and she is an amazing artist. She's a Wurundjeri and Jaja Wurrung young woman, and she does these awesome paintings. One thing that I have learned from her recently is that Wurundjeri people traditionally don't do dot drawings. So that's interesting because I think probably lots of us, when we think of Aboriginal art, the first thing that we think of is those dot drawings. But she has shared recently on her Instagram that there are more than 250 different Aboriginal mobs around Australia and each of them has their own unique art style. So yeah, very cool. And you might want to go and check out her amazing art at jiringu.art. So it's at D-J-I-R-R-I-N-G-U dot art. I'll pop that in the show notes for you. So today we are talking about the ovulation phase. Like I said, I call this phase time to shine. If the follicular phase, the last phase was springtime, where there's kind of a sense of emerging and building energy and a bit of extra sunshine, some good vibes building, this is like, woohoo, we've moved right on into summer and it's party time. Our estrogen levels rise dramatically at this point. Then we have a surge of luteinizing hormone, which causes one of the follicles in our in an ovary to burst and it releases an egg. So that's the point of ovulation. Although we talk about this as a phase, actually ovulation just happens in an instant, just like that. But in terms of the energy and the feel of it, you might feel that kind of summertime energy, four days, five days, maybe for you, it's going to be two days, or maybe it's going to be more like six days. 
This correlates to the full moon phase. So it kind of makes sense, that same energy. If you imagine a full moon, completely open, shining bright, beautiful, outward connecting, that's the energy of this phase. Now, this is the time while your egg is out of the ovary and it's traveling on its way to the uterus. This is the time known as your fertile window. So this is a time when you can potentially get pregnant. And that fertile window is basically in the six days or so leading up to ovulation and about a day after ovulation. So basically that just accounts for the fact that if sperm happens to be present, some sperm can survive up to six days or so. And so if sperm's been there even six days or so before the egg is released, it might just be hanging out there waiting and ready. As soon as the egg is released, the sperm gets to it straight away and fertilizes. So you can get pregnant then. Also is possible that after you've ovulated on its journey down through the fallopian tubes, that if sperm then is present, um, however that might happen, <laughs> that that there, if the sperm finds its way to the egg, fertilizes the egg, then that can result in a pregnancy. So that's something to be aware of. If you do not want to be pregnant, then this is a time to be using some kind of contraception. Or if you do want to get pregnant, this is the time to be getting the sperm present. (laughs) So whether that is through sex or through an assisted reproductive method, that's your fertile window right there. So it's not just about egg and sperm. Basically, the cocktail of hormones that nature cooks up for us for this particular phase is all designed to get us pregnant. And I don't just mean the egg being released. The surge in hormones and the balance of hormones as they stand at this phase increase our libido, increase our sense of openness and connection where we want to socialize, we want to be around other people. And in this time, we actually tend to feel our most attractive. There is some crazy studies that have been done. People were shown photos of women at different phases of their cycle and had to say which one they considered to be the most attractive photo. I don't, I can't remember the exact stats, but overwhelmingly people said that a woman was most attractive during this phase. Isn't that bizarre? So it's a time when we feel that outward focused. I guess for me, again, that correlation with the full moon is really helpful when I think about the moon as though the moon were just opening up and shining bright and welcoming everybody in, wanting to connect, wanting to be seen. That's what the ovulation phase can feel like. That's why I call it time to shine. All of these qualities and this energy and what's going on hormonally can serve us in other ways as well. So our verbal and social centers of the brain are stimulated and so we become more communicative, more sociable. It can be a great time to just get out there and hang out with our friends, take on an extra social engagement, go to the party when you don't normally go to the parties. I mean, I noticed this for me personally because I am naturally an introvert and so tend not to be super social, there will be a real little lift for me around this time where I do feel like I'm more inclined to say yes to going out with friends or going out to some event or doing something extra and something, I guess, that kind of asks for that social connection. 
Now, a little word of warning on that, though. You need to be careful that you don't let summertime you make plans for you for the rest of the month. So you might be feeling all the high vibes of your ovulation phase, your summer, your time to shine, and someone says to you, hey, do you want to come to this party in a couple of weeks? And you're like, yes, and you sign yourself right on up. And then someone's like, oh, there's this other event going on. Do you want to do that next week? Yes, sure I do. And you take all of that summer good vibe that you've got going right now and you kind of forget that that's actually not how it's going to be all month long. So just be mindful. There is an ebb and flow of this. And the more that you start to get familiar with your cycle, the more you'll be able to plan your schedule around so that you'll know even when you're, say, resting during your menstruation phase, which we're going to talk about in a couple more episodes, you'll know when someone says, do you want to come to that party in a couple of weeks? And you think, hell no, I don't want to come to that party. Actually, that falls right around my ovulation phase. And probably by then I'm going to feel like I want to do those extra social things. So you can plan accordingly. The benefits and the powers, the superpowers really of this phase also transfer into our work. So because our verbal and social centers in the brain are stimulated and active, we become particularly good at communication. And so you can schedule things that require good communication for this time as well. So that might be organizing meetings at this time. If you want to pitch an idea or if you want to go for a raise, this is the time to do it because you are persuasive. You are great in terms of your communication. You are looking and feeling confident and attractive. And so you will have that confidence to go in and ask for what you want. For me, during this phase, I will try to schedule speaking engagements if I can. If I'm offering any workshops, this would be the time to do it. The ovulation phase is really the optimal time for me to be recording this podcast. And perhaps I will leave it for you (laughs) to determine whether you think I actually am in that phase right now or not. So in terms of our self-care during this time, it's a great time to just be a little bit creative with it rather than just things that are calming and soothing. This is a good time to do some things that are fun. Maybe get out there with some friends, go for a walk, do a life drawing class, try some painting, do something creative and new and enjoy being out there. When it comes to exercise, same approach. This is the summer of your cycle, so get out there, have some fun. Dance class is a great idea in this time, or just dance in your lounge room, get together with some friends, have a dance. Or for you, it might be going to the beach and having a swim or getting some roller skates and getting out on the esplanade, doing something like that. Whatever feels like summertime good vibes for you, go for it. Now, of course, this is all pending you checking in with your body. So some people will actually experience some cramping around the time of ovulation, and that might not feel quite as summertime good vibes for you. So if you do experience some cramping, you might want to do some things that are a little bit more soothing and gentle. So maybe some slow flow yoga or a yin yoga class just to settle, relax. You might even get a hot water bottle out and pop it onto your belly. And once again, like I said in the last episode, just taking this theory and applying it regardless of how you feel is not the point. 
If it means that you start overriding the cues that your body is giving you, then you're kind of missing it. So make sure that you do check in with your body, see what feels good for you and honor that. Now, you might be interested to know how you know when you're ovulating. And it can be a little bit tricky to pinpoint, but there are some different things that you can do to work it out. You can keep track of your temperature right before you ovulate. Your basal body temperature, that is your temperature when you are resting. It does a little dip down just before you ovulate. And then after you ovulate, it goes up. And we're only talking about half a degree. So you need a basal body temperature thermometer to be precise enough to see that little shift. If you happen to get pregnant, then the temperature will stay up. Otherwise, right as you menstruate, your temperature will drop. Only that really small amount. But if you do track it, noting it on a chart or writing it down every day, you'll see that little shift. Another thing that you can look out for is your cervical mucus. So the mucus coming from your vagina, you might see it in your undies at the end of the day. During your fertile window, that mucus becomes like the consistency of egg whites. So it's really slippery. Other times of the month, that mucus is designed to stop sperm from getting in and to make a hostile environment and a barrier to prevent sperm from thriving and surviving in there. Whereas at this time, while it's all slippery like egg whites, it's actually designed to help sperm have a chance of finding the egg. You can notice that you'd have that fertile mucus as well. So they can be some indicators that you are approaching ovulation and then when that stops, you would know that you have ovulated. If you happen to be trying to get pregnant and you've been having some trouble getting pregnant, then you might see a fertility specialist and they might actually give you ultrasounds or blood tests to really pinpoint that ovulation time for you. If you're interested in this from a fertility side of things, then I would absolutely encourage you to see a naturopath, talk to your doctor, maybe even a fertility specialist if if it is something that you've been trying for a while and not getting pregnant. But otherwise, we don't necessarily have to be able to pinpoint exactly when we're ovulating. It's really more of a feeling that increased libido and libido, not just being about sex drive, but life vitality, a sense of energy and zest for life. So looking back on what we have chatted about today, our ovulation phase, summertime, Time to shine is when we are wired for connection, whether that's about baby making or whether it's about socializing with friends, meeting new people, delivering a brilliant speech at school or in your workplace. I would love to hear about how you work with your ovulation phase, how you experience it, anything that you've noticed. And I am already looking forward to sharing with you the luteal phase really a phase that gets a pretty bad rap. I think that there are some amazing qualities to the luteal phase. So I can't wait to share those with you next time. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you again soon. Thank you for joining me. Head on over to my website, anniecarter.com.au, where you'll find some free resources to support you in your life and leadership. Please make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I would really love your help in spreading the word about Yes You. So if you have friends who you think would enjoy it, please let them know. You could take a minute to write a review saying why you're loving it 
and you could screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. Make sure you tag me on Instagram at underscore Annie Carter. Until next time, let me remind you that you, yes, you are awesome. And I'm so glad you're here. Sending you big love and I'll chat to you soon.